0: In Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, Paul states, It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm, and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. But Paul also states in Romans chapter 13, verse 1, Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. Do these two scriptures contradict each other? If not, how can they both be true? Based on these scriptures alone, was America's revolution for independence biblical? Let's find out on today's episode of the Glowing Coals Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Glowing Coals. The American Revolution against England began in April 1775 even though many in the colonies did not want complete independence from Britain. But propagation by Thomas Paine in his pamphlet, Common Sense, and fiery speeches from church pulpits recruited many more by the middle of 1776. Five men including Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and Benjamin Franklin were then appointed to draft a statement to justify breaking with the mother country. The Declaration of Independence was voted on by the delegates of the Thirteen Colonies on July 2, 1776, and was published in the newspapers two days later on July 4th. The first official celebration of Independence Day was held in 1777 with fireworks in Philadelphia. And in 1870, the U.S. Congress declared July 4th a federal holiday, which is still celebrated today with parades, barbecues, and firework displays. Many church leaders today say that the clause in the Declaration of Independence, which states that we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, are not divinely endowed and violate New Testament teachings. They also claimed that although the founders were not ignorant of the scriptures, they instead twisted them to support their cause. In fact, it wasn't long before the 18th century that the pilgrims and Puritans came to America to escape religious persecution from the very same country that enacted civil laws that prohibited the Reformers from practicing their beliefs the way that they saw fit. King James went so far as to create so-called church doctrines that, one, gave himself divine right in the place of God to represent the people that helped combat theological teachings against him. His second church doctrine stipulated that his subjects had to be in complete submission to his authority, for to resist the king was to resist God himself. These doctrines continued with King James II. That attributed to harsh persecution for anyone who resisted and eventually spawned England's own revolution in 1688 that ended tyrannical monarchs by establishing the idea of separation of church and state and representative government. But just prior to the American Revolution, England had reverted to tyrannical rule once again under King George. What did the Christian churches believe during this period of our American history? Most believed that they were forbidden to overthrow the government, but they were not required to obey every law and policy that violated Scripture. Did the Founders believe that God no longer approved of the British government? If so, perhaps they also believed that they were the ones to be used by God to take that government down. Did not God himself use leaders in the Old Testament to overthrow tyrannical governments just like the heroes mentioned in chapter 11 of the book of Hebrews? Wasn't their act of disobedience to the British government an act of obedience toward God? Another factor the founders used to justify their rebellion was that it was in self-defense and that God permitted self-defense in the scriptures. They also argued that Great Britain attacked America first. And so they had the right to defend themselves and subsequently boldly approach God to seek his aid and blessing. Samuel Adams so strongly believed that the Americans operated under fundamental biblical principles that he warned the British officials as follows There is one above us who will take exemplary vengeance for every insult upon His Majesty. You know that the cause of America is just. You know that she contends for the freedom to which all men are entitled, that she contends against oppression, rapine, and more than savage barbarity. The blood of the innocent is upon your hands, and all the waters of the ocean will not wash it away. We again make our solemn appeal to the God of heaven to decide between you and us, and we pray that in the doubtful scale of battle, we may be successful as we have justice on our side, and that the merciful Savior of the world may forgive our oppressors. And it's not that the Founders didn't try to appeal directly to the King with letters of reconciliation to avoid conflict, but instead their pleas were met by armed military force. Regardless of your position on whether America was justified to split from England, God has chosen to bless this nation to this very day. And in case you're still on the fence on what side of the debate you're on, let me provide you with one interesting fact to ponder. On the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, both John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died. So fire up that barbecue and fireworks and have a happy 4th of July. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God willing. God bless. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please tell others about this podcast by rating us and leaving a review. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and on most other platforms. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment, and don't forget to click the bell for future notifications.